welcome to another episode of Cultivate and Keep. Um, before we get into today's topic, wanted to continue announcing that we are in the midst of a two-week challenge. So for the first 14 days of December, uh, we are doing a little giveaway. So um, basically the challenge is if you guys um, listen to a podcast or review, read a blog on our website, uh, you guys can uh, share that for us and that enters your name into the challenge. So what you can do um, to share that is go to our website, cultivatingkeep.com slash challenge, and then you'll be redirected um, through a platform to share either the episode or the blog, and that gets your name entered into the contest. And so yep. uh, what you could possibly win is some sweet merch. Merch. <laughs> We're making it so corny, but in reality, <laughs> we Let chose these things because we thought Corey. they were cool. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Okay. Well, <laughs> we picked these things because we thought they were valuable, but... Uh, an all-new Kindle Paperwhite, which you can use to read Kindle eBooks. Uh, your choice of a book from our slash favorites page. So, pick a book from there. Uh, a limited time edition, mm. cultivate and keep T-shirt and hat. Let's just change that to a CNK swag. Ooh, CNK. No, I'm totally. Ooh. Joking, yeah. Uh, anyways, but there's those four things for first place. Second place gets a T-shirt and hat. Third place gets your choice of a book. It's very easy. Uh, instead of your kind of traditional like mm-hmm. enter to win and it's like this randomized calculator kind of pick someone we thought it'd be fun to incentivize it so you have full control over how well <laughs> you do and uh and your chances to win so the more you share the better you share um the farther up the leaderboard you'll go you can see that leaderboard at all times and then if you're the first place of most shares then you win yeah so i mean it's literally up to you if you want to win simply share <laughs> what you uh read or hear I also wanted to say again, uh, don't share like just through like Facebook or whatever. Like if we if you do that, yeah. awesome, thank you. But that won't go towards it won't be calculated. So um, when you go to our website, so cultivatingkeep.com slash challenge, uh, you will be redirected to a, a platform that will basically track and measure all of this for us. And yep. so um, it's important that you go through that. Yep, and we'll put that in the show notes as well, so you can see that and click on it right there. Uh, it's very simple information. Please do it. Um, it helps us both. It's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, I we wanna, appreciate you. Yeah, I want to say so. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about this is, um, obviously, by you guys, you know, sharing uh, what you read and hear, that helps promote the podcast and the, the website. But um, the good thing is for, for you guys is we're doing an episode a day, and so kind of getting more content out there and kind of you know produce, producing more stuff. So it's exciting. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna put out an episode and a blog post a day in return. You can share and help us get the word out. Yeah, and then in return to that, in return you get to some that, cultivating keeps swag. But wait, there's more. Uh, All right, perfect. Well, uh, thanks for doing that, and we look forward to seeing those shares on the social medias. Um, but today we are talking about the most important thing that you can do today. Um, so to kind of tee this up, we want to we wanted to share um, a kind of short article from Francis Chan, who's a pastor and author. All around great guy. He wrote um, Crazy Love, Crazy Love, Captivated. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, a few great books. Um, he also has some amazing talks and I think a great blog too as well. Um, so let me just read this and bear with us here and we're going to talk about it afterwards. But he says, Imagine walking up a mountain alone, but it's no ordinary mountain. The ground beneath you is shaking and the entire mountain is covered in smoke. 
At its peak is a thick cloud with lightning and thunder. God descends onto the mountain in fire, and each time you speak to him, he responds in thunder. This is what Moses experienced in Exodus 19. Now compare that experience to your last time in prayer. Distracted, obligated, ordinary, I doubt any such words came across Moses' mind as he ascended the mountain. But some 3,000 years later, we rarely marvel that God allows us imperfect humans into his presence. How did the shocking become so ordinary to us? Is it even possible uh, for our experiences with God to be that fascinating? Go up the mountain. A mentor of mine lives in India, and last year he called me on the phone crying, distraught over the state of the Church of America. It seems like the people in America would be content with taking a selfie with Moses. Don't they know that they can go up the mountain themselves? Why don't they go? Why don't they want to go up the mountain? When was the last time you enjoyed meaningful time alone with God? Time is so good um, that you don't want to leave. Uh, oh, a time that was so good that you didn't want to leave. It was just you reading God's words and his holy presence. I was 15 years old when, I, when my youth pastor taught me how to pray and read the Bible alone. And now, more than 30 years later, I can still find a better way. I still can't find, sorry, I still can't find a better way mm-hmm. to start my days. I can't imagine what my life would be like if I didn't refocus daily by going up the mountain. I want to know the thoughts of God. I want to gather with with people who have been reading God's words, people who have prayed and interacted with him. I want to fellowship with those who fellowship with God. I couldn't care less if you have a doctorate in theology or 60 years of experience, life experience. I would rather talk with a 15-year-old who has been in the presence of God. Fire. Dang. Francis Chan, yeah. I mean, the guy just knows how to communicate God's word and, and his principles, yeah, but I, and I love that's such a cool passage. <coughs> that he, um, so what he's communicating is, is so, so simple, simply spending time and wanting to be with the Lord. That's like literally it. Yeah. And he, but it's so well put the way he tells the stories and just, um, it's compelling as I, as I hear that, I'm like, man, like, yeah, I, I want to be alone with God. I want to spend time with God. Um, he, he has one of his quotes in this, uh, passage he says there's literally nothing more important that you could do today than to spend meaningful time alone with god Dang. Um, and just like thinking about that um that sentence it's, it's very simple i mean he talks about um when he was 15 he was taught by his pastor uh what the, what it, what it looked like to read and study the word of god and then he says now he knows of no better way to start his day hmm. 30 years later and it, it, it's simple and it's basic and it kind of br- brings us back to I think a question we ask a lot is like we we know <laughs> things we should do, but why don't we do them? You yeah. know, it's like we we I think we talk about that a lot in this podcast. Um, but like this right here, we know that there really is no substitute um, to spending time with God, and there is no other um, like trick or formula or, or better way to spend our time. Yet I think so often we just don't do it. <laughs> we literally yeah. just don't make time for it. And that's yeah, like that's the hardest thing to do. And again, going back to uh, the easy choices, hard life, hard life, or hard choices, easy life episode. Like, I feel like this is the greatest, most important thing. And therefore it's going to be the hardest thing for us to do just because we're human beings and we're sinful and mm-hmm. we're not uh, naturally inclined to do it. We have to train ourselves and discipline ourselves to do it, but it's so important that we can't ignore it. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the story he tells, um, not story, but uh, he recounts the passage uh, of Moses 
going up uh, to Mount Sinai. And this is when um, hmm. Moses uh, got the uh, Ten Commandments from from God. So the Israelites were, um, I forget which desert, but they were in some valley, some desert, and they were just wandering, right? They couldn't, they were lost. And um, so Moses, like, didn't know what to do. He wasn't sure how to lead these people. Um, so, so they were constantly, like, making idols and yeah, it was constantly like, wanting to overthrow yeah. Moses and mm-hmm. wondering why did God even, you know, save us from Egypt? Like, we should have just... Mm-hmm like stayed slavery, enslaved. Yeah. yeah. And so he's so at this point slaves. of like, man, what do I do with all these crazy people? Yeah. And so, um, like Moses's response to that was he went up to Mount Sinai and he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights, hmm. which is a super long time. Dude, that's so um, long. But if you read the story, like it's exactly what Francis, um, which is kind of funny. Whenever I say his name, I always say Francis Chan. Yeah. But they just say like Just saying Francis, Francis is so weird. kind of funny. Uh, I kind of like it. Please um, say Francis Chan. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. Um, but so uh, Mo- Moses goes up the mountain, right, and spends forty days and forty nights. And um, I love how in the story, my friend Francis, um, <laughs> as he describes kind of what Moses is seeing and hearing and thinking. And if you read the story, it's pretty much the same stuff. And um, I don't know. I love his point of like th- how that used to be so shocking and like wonderful and crazy back in the day, and now it's so ordinary. The opportunity mm. to to read and spend time with. Um, with the Lord and we just we take it for granted or we just don't we, we literally just don't do it hmm. and he was talking comparing it to this crazy experience that like literally shakes mountains and um, I remember from this Moses was given the Ten Commandments like that is that is a God the same God that we can meet with that Moses met with and like that's how it used to be and now we just we don't care and we, we don't even spend time with him and it's like a yeah. crazy comparison um, but it's, it's really the reality of what like, me and you every day struggle with yeah well, again, this is one of those things where like it's so important and it's so hard, but like w- why is it so hard for us? Um, one of the things I think about is just like culturally and we don't talk about it very often. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's hard. It's so easy to lie about your prayer life and what you do and your habits and kind of how, what your relationship with God looks like. Um, in reality, I feel like not many people have this down. You know what I mean? Like who who really takes advantage of their time and their prayers with God? You know, who really invests, who really, um, you know, quote unquote, has it figured out? I, I know I don't have it figured out, but part of that comes from, um, I think first you have to understand the potential and, and the importance of it in the first place, because it's easy to think like, well, I can just pray throughout the day or I can just here and there, or I can pray when I'm at church. Um, and it's, it doesn't seem like this groundbreaking experience or this life-changing, most important thing I can do today. And so first you have to realize that, and I need to realize that more. And then once you do, then, you know, again, you, you have like a real reason to go do that thing now. Otherwise, it's like, why do I do that? Because I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not really a strong enough reason. Yeah, well, I think even more than like choosing to do it, I think it's choosing to say no um, to other things because mm. I think that, um, like the reality is we we do have time to spend time with the Lord, especially yeah. in the morning, but we're, we're busy. We have a lot going on. So I think that often becomes like our primary excuse. And so if, you know, if we need to cancel, you know, do less meetings in a day or, or skip a meal or, or, you know, do something to where we can literally just make time to spend with the Lord. If, if it's a, if it's an ongoing commitment you have, that's, you know, eating up your time, like whatever it is, whether it's, it can be an important thing that you have, but maybe yeah. you need to say no to do something important to just have more margin in your life and more, you know, mental capacity just to spend time with the Lord and to mm-hmm. seek him. Um, 
again, kind of going back to the quote is like, there's literally nothing more important that you could do today. Yeah. Well, why do you think that is? I mean, what is it about prayer and, and having that time with God that, that makes it so important that you cannot skip it no matter what? For me, uh, I think you're kind of off the top of my head. I think that like thinking of the difference of how my, how day goes or week goes when I'm not like locked in and, um, and engaging with God. I think the first mm-hmm. thing is I think I'm more prone and more likely to sin. Um, and to specifically like falling back into like, um, patterns of sins rather than just like, Oh, like I, you know, said a bad word or I, you know, you know, treated someone poorly. You know, I mean like kind of more like habitual sins. Like it's easy for me to fall back into that. Um, when I'm not, you know, really engulfed in the word of God. And I think also just, um, I think as a person, like I'm what's <laughs> less fun to be around <laughs> when I'm not <laughs> in the word of God, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm more irritable and I'm just, I don't feel like I, I'm walking into the Lord made me to be. Um, it's like that's right off the bat, just like from my, just as a person, I think I'm better <laughs> when I'm yeah. seeking the Lord. But like secondly is just like knowing God, like I think just really knowing him and walking with him and like knowing his ways and like, loving the Lord like, to do those things. And for that to be your life, you have to spend time with him. Like that has to be the most important thing that, thing that you do every day is to seek him. Um, if you're not doing that, if you're not making him a priority, then like, kind of like, what's the point of everything else that you're doing? Yeah. Um, one thing that Michael, he says, uh, or I've heard him say recently, he says that we often, um, like we focus on kind of what's temporary and what's in front of us and we ignore or neglect uh, what's eternal. Hmm. And I think that, um, like it's easy to like you know so spending time with the Lord like you know knowing Him that's an eternal thing that um you know it's everlasting but also it affects our day to day life but that's an easy thing to just kind of forget about and to neglect yeah and we can f- so much you know it's easier to focus on you know the tasks for the day or for all the meetings that we have and and just the busyness of life but that idea of like not neglecting what's eternal and I think that um you know we do that yeah lot. for sure being a Christian you know, we're, we're making the proclamation and we're, we're deciding, we're committing ourselves to not live for ourselves and to live for God. And, you know, we're asking God to forgive us of our sins, to come into our heart, um, to receive the Holy spirit and now to live a life that is holy and pleasing to God and, and that advances his kingdom. And without prayer, you don't access the power of God in your life. And I, I would probably go as far to say like, I mean, any, any time uh, when you're not praying, you're not accessing, as, accessing the power of God in your life. And therefore, I mean, you, you're kind of, uh, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're, uh, you're cutting short the power that's available to you as yeah. well. You know what I mean? So um, like you said, more power or more <laughs> butchering it more prayer equals more power because prayer is literally like it's the one-on-one it's it's really like the meat and potatoes of a relationship with god in all reality like you you have um every day you you have things to do you have a life to live you have people that you have to see you have relationships you have work things that need to get done but in reality the most important thing should be your relationship with god and it should be um the time spent alone it should be the conversations that you have. It should be your devotion to him. And I think what prayer really does for us is that it postures us towards God. And instead of kind of, uh, 
accessing God when we need him. Like, I'm just going to turn to you and I need you. Or I'm just going to, when things go bad or when I'm distracted, when I feel lonely, it's every day choosing God, I need to receive your love. God, I need to ask you for this thing. God, I need to access your power. God, I need to, I need you to do this thing for me. Um, and if you're posturing yourself in saying every day, God, I need you. Like I said, that, that really changes the way that you live your day, that you go about your day. That really changes the way that you act around other, other people. That really changes your outlook on life. Um, so prayer is like, is like this, um, it's this kind of channel of directly accessing God's power and having him live inside of you and, and therefore kind of spill out in everything that you do in your day. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think um, like part of receiving that power um, through prayer is quieting your mind and being still. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think, well, I don't think I, like, I know that we, we don't do that enough. I think for me, like my, my mind is busy and I'm constantly thinking of stuff to do or new ideas or it, it's just clouded. And, too often I, I don't I don't quiet myself. I don't mm. really just be still to really kind of hear and receive what is really going on. What is the Lord trying to speak to me? And that's something that we you know we we miss out on. And I think that when we're when we keep our minds busy and we try to you know problem solve and think through things, we think that oh like I'm being productive, I'm accomplishing a lot. But in reality, is we're kind of doing ourselves a bit of a disservice if we're always clouded and always mm-hmm. processing and always thinking. Because at some point we have to just turn it off and be able to receive and, and to hear from the Lord yeah. and what he's trying to say to us. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that's, that's spot on. I am. Um, so I, uh, in an old journal of mine, I, I wrote down exactly what happened. So I can't, I can't tell you word for word, but basically uh, a couple years ago on, it's like a labor day. So it was a day that I had off work and uh, I don't, I don't want to say like the Lord woke me up, but I mean I woke mm. up early that morning, like five, maybe four forty-five, like pretty early. I woke up very early, <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> and I felt uh, so I live in Little Mesa, I live near Mount Helix, which is like a, a mountain that has a decent view, whatever. And it's actually like a place a lot of people go to pray, whatever. Um, I'm saying that if you don't <laughs> live in San Diego, most people, yeah. <laughs> Most people will, will know. There's a little is. thing at the top and it's very high up and yeah. there's a cross up there. <laughs> you can look out over all anyway, of the beautiful East County. I, uh, East County. Um, so I woke up early and I don't know why, but I really felt like the Lord was um, urging me to get up and to go to Mount Helix, which hmm. sounds weird. And so I just want to say, I want to preface, like if I was listening to this story right now, I'd think to myself, like, you're dumb. Like <laughs> okay. the Lord wouldn't do that. Like, I yeah. would probably think that, but I, I'm telling you right now, like, I, I can tend to be like a skeptical person in that way. And so I'm saying that I really do feel like the Lord in a sense woke me up and wanted me to go. So, um, I remember thinking like, no, heck no. Like it's my day <laughs> off. I go to sleep. But for some reason, like I, I really felt the tug to get up. So I got out of bed, made a cup of coffee and I went to Mount Helix and I just like sat, um, I sat up there, I watched the sunrise. It was all foggy and I literally just like I didn't read. I didn't, I didn't pray. I just sat in silence, and um, I, I wish I could have found my my um, journal. But the Lord spoke to me so clearly about two things. And what's funny is at that time I was I was going through something that I, I feel like I wanted, like I needed an answer for. Like I was seeking the Lord, hmm. and that morning it was it was revealed to me, and it was such a cool like, hmm, like the Lord the Lord really did urge me that morning, and He spoke to me. It was like so clear. Yeah. Like I, like I'm I, trying to tell you something. Yeah, Listen. and it was the weirdest thing. Uh, so I also had so there was two things like I was telling you right. One of them, um, 
the, the it was just like a clear like audible like voice that I heard that he spoke to me. The second one was again this is weird and if, if I was listening to this story I'd probably you know be skeptical. But I felt like the Lord was um, directing me to open my Bible to a specific um, chapter. Wow. And and I did and literally like verse for verse like what I needed to hear. It was like, it, it was so it was so spooky like that's crazy. It was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, there was one specific verse that I spoke directly to what I was going through, hmm. and it was like a crazy. It was like that's that's pretty weird, dude. But it was yeah. cool. I mean, the Lord like spoke to me, and He really did that. And I'm I'm saying all this because it, it goes back to like learning um, the the discipline of like quieting our mind and just like hearing from the Lord. Because um, I I could have easily just not gone to my helix and just stayed in bed. Um, but like doing that gave presented this opportunity for the Lord to speak to me. And again, mm. I wish I would have had my journal with me because I could, I wrote down exactly what it was, but, yeah. um, I don't know. And so like, just kind of thinking like, how does that relate? Well, man, putting ourselves in a position to where we can hear from the Lord. And I think that, um, if you're not like reading your Bible or, or I should say, if you're not, um, spending time with the Lord often, that's those kind of opportunities probably won't happen. He's probably mm. not going to, like wake you up in the morning and speak to you if if you're neglecting him. But when we are kind of cultivating his presence in our life, it gives us opportunity like that. And I'm not saying that as if like I'm the I'm like the greatest example because that's unfortunately that's not the most consistent thing in my life. But um, being in I'm sure that was a season in my life when I was pursuing him, and so he spoke to me. You know, so yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, two things I was thinking about was, um, one, uh this whole kind of idea of like, this is the most important thing in your day makes me think of making prayer and devotion and reading your Bible. The most important thing in your day is like a declaration to God that he is the most important thing in your life. And so that's just a great way to to kind of align again, your, your short term kind of everyday things with your long-term vision and your purpose and your values and the things you really care Mm -hmm. about. One of the other things I was thinking about was how, Looking back on on my life and and, and the things that I've done, especially as my time as at, you know, definitely my time as a Christian, is how the best times, the the closest like the best times of my life and the closest that I felt to God were all times when I was the most consistent and the most um, uh, when I spent the most time in prayer and devotion, and it, it's basically like this direct like you know, correlation, like this direct cause, like more prayer equals better life and better time with God. Less prayer equals less good life and less, less close with God. Um, and so, I mean, it's, it's always a challenge for me. Like, this is something, again, I need to work on. Everyone needs to work on. You need to work on, but making it the most important thing in your day is making it the most important thing in your life. And it's really aligning you with um, with accessing God's power in your life. And it's every day, again, making that declaration of God, I need you hear the things that are going on, on with me. Um, you know, speak to me. What are you trying to teach me right now? Uh, here are the things I'm going through. Here's how I need help from you. Um, you know, but it's, it's really cultivating that relationship with God. And instead of it being kind of just this one way, you're sending messages up into the sky for whoever it's, like you said, re- like being able to receive from God, being able to hear from God, being able to, um, to access that power. So, yeah. Um, as you were talking out, cause you're saying that in the times in your life when you have 
like been the closest to God is because of the direct correlation of the time you've really been spending with him. Yeah. Um, so we, again, that kind of goes back to this question of like, we know this, but we don't do it. And yeah. it's like, and there is no answer to that. Like, I'm, I don't think I want to ask you why, but you don't have an answer. I think it's mm. just human nature to, to, to struggle with stuff. I mean, yeah. um, we have good habits, you know? Um, but one that I want to say was reading things like Francis's uh, article, <laughs> Um, Francis Chan's article. Francis Chan's article. Yeah, so Francis's sounds kind of funny. Um, doing things like reading his article is a great reminder, like for me, like to read yeah. that and it, you can like hear the urgency in his voice, and it um, this is a good reminder. A good like it convicts me too. Like yeah, I need to for sure like spend time with God today. Um, but I just want to say like find sources like that that you can just spend time reading. Um, like a daily reminder like like that will be good for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, having something like a devotional or some sort of Bible reading plan or even like a prayer list is something that I'm building out of like, yeah, yeah. Here the thing, like, I mean, it's always funny. Like prayer is like this. I don't know. I'm just going to say whatever is on my mind, but I find that having like a clear like list and like, here are the things that like I need help with. Uh, I don't know. It makes me like take it more seriously. So that's funny. You brought that up. I made a prayer list uh, like a year and a half ago, about a year ago. Mm. Um, and I, I always break mine up to like, um, professional, like personal, spiritual, yeah. um, you know, kind of like just break them out. And I had three things I was praying for and um, try, I'm trying to think what they were. I don't have my list with me. I know two of, I know one of them was like, I was in the process of trying to figure out um, like what was going on with my career. Like I knew that I, w- oh, yeah. I wasn't happy with my job. I wanted to change, but I had no, um, there was like no lead for what I'm doing right now. So I, w- I prayed like that the Lord would either close or open doors where I was at and if it was going to be closed, like he would bring out a new opportunity. And I pray specifically for like an entrepreneurial, like small business type of like opportunity. And like, it's kind of crazy to think like a year and a half later, like that's exactly what's happening, what I'm doing. Yeah. And then um, like relational, like it, all, I have more examples, but the point is I had a clear list and I, and I would daily pray for it. And mm. it's cool to like kind of see things come to fruition and see like how he really does answer prayers. But I think, that's a good point you have. It's kind of off topic, but a good point of having a clear list and writing stuff yeah. out. Um, Cause I think cool, what's cool about that is we, we focus when we pray, but also we can measure it. Like you kind of can see like, yeah. where am I at with this stuff? Like we you know how, where, how, which ways is the Lord coming through for me? You know? And it's cool. Yeah. I want to encourage people too. like, there's, it's not like there's a, I mean, there's obviously wrong ways to prayer, but I'll, there's also no one right way to pray and to do your, to do your devotions. And I think it it matters a lot, like find what works for you and find what, what encourages you, what you can do long-term and kind of sustainably to build that habit and you Mm -hmm. can build on it. Um, you know, something we've talked about before is like, just read one verse. Like if you have trouble reading and you're not like, just commit yourself and challenge yourself to read one verse. If you don't like reading, find something to listen to, you know, there's the, the dwell app. Um, you can go to, I think it's dwell, app.com dwell maybe it's dwell.io <laughs> i don't know but that's what i've been doing too is because you know i'll go on the walk with remy my dog and i'll turn on dwell and because i'm walking i find that it really like focuses me and then i can really like meditate on the words and it's kind of like the like i'm saying the words with it as it's as it's being read to me and that really helps me kind of posture myself for the day and to to think about it it's no about it i'm thinking about it for the rest of the day as mm-hmm. well um maybe you don't read it all maybe you just sit down on your porch whatever it is and then you just pray to god you go through your list 
um, if it's 30 seconds, if it's five minutes, if it's half an hour, it doesn't really matter. I think the big part here is if this is the most important thing in your life, make it the most important thing in your day and find some way to honor that, you know, and find some way to connect with God, to, to cultivate that relationship and, um, and to put yourself in a position to receive from God and, and really know him. Yeah. I wanted to uh, read uh, one verse and then we probably can wrap up. Yeah. Um, Psalm seventeen fifteen. I'm going to go for it, Corey. I'm up. <laughs> Dang, two <laughs> uh, in a row. I know, right? Big day, huh? Uh, so Psalm seventeen fifteen says, As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. I will be satisfied with your likeness when I awake. Hmm. And uh, I just wanted to say to kind of wrap it up. Um, with all this, I think it comes down to really just being satisfied with God and kind mm. of knowing like that daily that is the number one thing I should I should aim to do is to um, refocus and align myself with just being fully satisfied with who he is. Um, on, and specifically if you can like doing that in the morning, I think it's going to be, yeah. um, it's going to be a great way to start to jumpstart your day. Yeah, so. absolutely. Corey, take us home. All right. Well, um, that is the most important thing you can do today and with your day. I hope that's encouraging to you guys. Let, let us know what you think. You can email us at cultivate and keep.com. You can DM us on social media. Uh, you can give us, uh, a six-star rating on iTunes or other social media or other uh, podcast players. Um, but also, don't forget, we're in the midst of our two-week challenge. So please share. You can go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge. Enter the challenge if you're already in it. You can share some more. Share on uh, social media. Share your link. Um, but make sure you use that link and don't, I mean, you can, again, share on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is, but it won't count. So, and, you know, up until December 14th, we're doing this. You can climb up the leaderboard. It's very possible. Please share and we can give you cool stuff in return. Um, it'll help us out. Yeah, so. cool. All righty. Thank you. And we will see you in the next one.